Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. I would love to go back to your three S's, right? I, I like, I love frameworks. I love systems. Um, you know, what, what you called, I think the, what you would call it is a soundbite, right? So I feel like that's a soundbite. Yeah, so the three S's, storytelling, statistics, and soundbite, um, to me is a soundbite in and of itself, right? It's something people can walk away with when they're being interviewed, let's say they get on a podcast and they're just like, I don't know what to say. Um, can you break that down for us a little more? Like what people should be doing? And I, and I know this is, you know, in your course and people have to pay you for this, but like you give us some for free. Sure, of course. <laughs> yes, you know, so it's so important that you can story yourself, your journey, first and foremost. It's really important that you have stories that illuminate the pieces you're talking about. And it's really important that you have stories about clients because it lets people know that people can work with you, right? And it's a really genius way actually to share that without going there. I would say, you know, some illumination so you understand why stories are so important. It's actually, besides messaging, it's the one other thing that the business people come to work with me say, this is really difficult for me and I don't even know how to do it. And the truth is they do, they're doing it all, just don't realize it. I had a client who came to me, I thought she was quite brilliant in what she did out in the world, but the moment she had a camera on her or a microphone in front of her, she shut down. She was stumbled over words, couldn't express who she was. She was awkward. And she was a powerful businesswoman and I didn't understand what was going on. She certainly didn't, but she felt the message was, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I'm not supposed to be in front of people. And I felt au contraire, you definitely are. So we did months of work and getting to the bottom, she had a really interesting life. Like her over here on a boat from another country. She had to suddenly live with a grandmother. Uh, parents were left in the other country. There were pieces of her I didn't even and it started to make sense when somebody had to blend like she did, not be seen fully like she did, excel, but you know, don't let people know too much because maybe you're not supposed to be here and maybe it's weird that you're living with a family member who's not your parents. And so we had to work through a lot of that so that she felt way more capable and presentable. And I will tell you, it took three months of tinkering with some of the stuff in the inside and still pushing her to get out there and re-messaging even the wiring in her brain. And what was amazing, what she was able to accomplish in those three months, yes, getting booked on a lot of media outlets, yes, getting a lot of visibility, which begat visibility. And it got so amazing, like opportunities from visibility were showing up and today she's working with writers on a really well-known channel and they're developing a reality show about her. So the thing That's I crazy. saw, her, like, you're amazing. Like, how could you not be visible? Like, why are you even thinking that is now the truth of her story. And she's so at home and at peace there. 
So the storytelling, her owning all of that, including her real indigenous story, was very important. And I gotta say, for me too, like owning even my some of my story that involves shame, I, I shied away from it for a long time. I didn't wanna talk about stuff. And I realized, my God, I'm being interviewed and I'm, I'm actually excluding a piece because I don't know how to express it. And I thought, what if I just expressed it? What if I just said, you know, here's how I grew up. And I felt shame about that aspect of feeling the unseen, unheard child. And instead of making apologies for myself or the people who were being the way they were that caused me to feel like that, what if I just owned all of that pain and said, this is how much it sucked being me. And it sucks so much that when I was on a show and somebody said, tell me about your journey, I went all over the map because I wanted to avoid it. And what if I just owned it right now? Like I'm embarrassed to tell you this and there's no reason for me to be embarrassed, but that's how badly it felt being me growing up. And what did that create for me? You know, and what did that even create that sort of determination to never be that again? So these stories are so important. They are a great connector to other people that no one's alone. No one actually is unscathed, right? And it's yeah. okay to- And, and the audience needs to recognize that that was a masterclass. Guys, what, what Debbie just did is she just did what she just told you to do. Like, I, I hope everyone recognizes that. Like, if you're sitting there and you were trying to take notes and you're like, okay, but like, where's the information? Debbie's just telling stories because she's telling you stories, illustrating what storytelling looks like. She just told you her journey story about herself, about her clients, her messaging. That was a masterclass. That was awesome. So everybody just rewind, listen to that again with the lens of that was just a real example of what you're meant to do with storytelling. I love that. That was awesome. That was great. Do you okay. want me to talk about statistics? Yes, ma'am. So the reason why statistics, I'll tell you in interviews, you want colors, right? You want notes, different notes, different rhythms. And that's what makes it interesting. The other thing is that not everybody thinks in different ways and receives information in different ways. We actually need scientific proof. It's fine to talk about something, but what's the proof that that is true, especially in business today? It's more interesting than ever. So what are your statistics? I will talk a little bit, something you mentioned that I thought was very, very interesting. And because you were talking about, you've been doing your podcast for years. I've been doing my, my radio show initially and then podcasting for 13 years. And we were joking how that's being kind of old in this business, right? Having an old time business that's really held on. But you also made a reference, Esty, to the many that start doing a podcast and stop. So let's talk about that for a minute because there's something very real out there called podcast fade. And what that means is there are 8,000, and that's just today. That number is gonna change. If you listen to the show in a week or a month, that number will have changed. 8,000 podcasts right now. Every single week, 3,000 new podcasts are being rolled out. Holy moly, that's a huge number. 
but you want to know how many of those are going to be sustainable? Hmm, maybe 20%, maybe. Because the other 75, 80% are going to start doing it because they thought they were supposed to be doing it. They didn't do due diligence and get a coach. They didn't figure out what their dream was and where am I really headed? They're thinking, I just got to add more to my business. I need a funnel. I need marketing. I need, <clears throat> I need to, to also do a podcast and not just be a host. And I need to X, Y, Z if I'm going to be successful. And all they're doing is adding more and overwhelming themselves, not even understanding the problem, what it means to show up as a really good host with a really good show. And how are you going to stand out amongst the other shows? So the truth is there's podcast fade. People do a couple of shows, maybe even a month, and they go, oh, this is a lot of work. And if they, totally. and you've barely even built an audience and what happened to you, right? You just sort of took up space for a little bit. So I bring up the statistics that I am about how many podcasts and how many every week and how many will actually survive. So you understand it's way more important to have strategy around who you are, where your sweet spot is and show up for that only put your energy into that lane. That's what creates success. The rest of it takes you off course. I like that. And again, the statistics, which once again, masterclass, um, position you as an expert, right? Because someone listening goes like, oh, you know, you could talk all about how like, yeah, I've been doing podcasting for a long time. I've interviewed some very cool people. But then when you say it's this many years and these are the percentages, this is the number of episodes and, and, and suddenly, Oh, she really knows your stuff. Now you didn't know your stuff any differently, you know, five minutes before, but those numbers, somehow the fact that you can remember the numbers and say them out loud, now you're an expert. And I think that's part of the expert positioning as well, the statistics. Everybody in their business must have some real time statistics that in a moment's notice they can quote. You know, maybe three is a really good number that you can hold on to in your head. So three different ideas about your business with hard, fast numbers attached. And of course, every so often go out there and check if there's new information on that. So you're accurate. I think being accurate is important, but it, it is, it, it really helps people to follow you and track you and absorb the information you're delivering. I love that. I love that. I, and I like the idea that they're real time. I'm like, oh, I once read. There are 8,000 podcasts today. That'll change tomorrow. That'll change. It's like, oh, I'm on my game. I am on my, I own this industry. I love it. Okay. Sound bites. Huge. So think of sound bites as a tweetable. Think of sound bites as a meme. There's something that you heard that you want to pull and put out there with the person's name attached to it. Like, oh my God, this was so good. This made me understand the material in a new way. So I'm gonna just keep being very fluid here. I don't honestly, none of this is canned. I'm gonna keep using pieces of our conversation, SD, to create examples. So you were saying something earlier about mm, sort of flowing with things. And so I'll talk about that because that's actually really up for me right now, pulling back the curtain here completely for you and your audience. It's really up for me. Being quarantined, I think besides, I just, you know, I have a lot of compassion for what's happening out in the world. It's heartbreaking. 
And I also choose to see this as an opportunity for me as a human being. What has not been in my life that has been begging to be in my life that I've not been willing to implement or know about myself or my world. And I will tell you what it is. Stillness. Not my forte. I have a lot of energy. I'm a big creator, doing, accomplishing, showing up for. Great. Which also means that's my gift to my wound. Because if you go, 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 the very thing you're being is screaming for is please some downtime. Please let's chill. Do I have fun? You bet. Do I have a great social life? Well, before this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Zoom, having cocktails with people. <laughs> it's you know, a Zoom club. They launched a New York club with entrance fees and VIP tickets. I'm not joking. This yeah. is what I'm talking about, though. This is unity. I want, so this is gonna be two things. Thank you for saying that, because this is two things about pivoting that are really important. So the first thing is, what is my being want need? And everybody's is different, so I hope you all think about it. What have you not been doing? And so I did like, this is so big for me. I literally took two days of every week on my calendar and they're closed. Nobody can come in. Even my best friend was wanting to do a Zoom with me on a Tuesday. I'm like, hmm, not gonna happen. It's my day. It's my day. I'm gonna get up and let the, you know, just the flow of life take me. And the thing is, do you wanna make it happen or do you wanna let it happen? That's my soundbite for you. you That's the soundbite. There you go. I'm busy it. making it happen most of the time, which is awesome. You wanna join my membership? Awesome, I'm showing up. But there are times I gotta extract myself and do contrary action because the universe is way more powerful than I. Let them come in. And even if I just do a day of flowing through the day, what would that be like? I have to allow myself that opportunity. So make it happen or let it happen. The other thing is this piece you just brought up, which is genius, is I am learning, well, this has been my life, the life of a business person and entrepreneur today. It is always about how do you pivot into opportunity? If something happens and there's this freak out about money and where are my clients and how am I going to make it happen and, and everything's come to a halt and nobody seems to be buying and if nobody's buying, maybe I shouldn't make an offer and if I make an offer, it shouldn't have money attached. It better all be for free. And it's very easy to get into that panic. I would say reserve your energy, pull back from that noise that is not assisting you and widen back and allow inspiration to come to you. There is always opportunity. The Chinese letters for danger are crisis and opportunity and they come together. And if you allow yourself to see the opportunity for today, there's a lot of need you can fulfill. And so that's exactly why I'm offering the anthology. For everybody who's sitting at home and going, darn it, I want to write. Great, come on aboard. That's exactly why I'm offering a membership. Because this is a way for me to work with tons of people at one time, help them write their book, help them get interviewed, all the things they can do very successfully from home with great ease. 
without having to hire me privately unless they can do that. So it is, where is the opportunity? This is a win-win. This is not about making money on you. This is about, I have these gifts. Let me share this with you so you can come aboard and I can move the needle in your world and you can look back at this moment and say, I pivoted. I started doing what I said I always wanted to do. Am I gonna make it happen or let it happen? I love that. Your ballerina move allows other people to make their ballerina move. Indeed. I love it. And for everyone out there who's going, well, if she's so committed, why didn't she do it for free? Let's just remember that some people know their worth and those that don't think everyone else should do what they do for free. And that's why you earn no money because <laughs> you don't know what it's worth. But also people don't, don't really invest and they don't pay. I did volunteering for a while for like an entrepreneurial organization and I treated them like real clients. I, I, I worked with them the same way I do all my paying clients and they were similar businesses and the results were drastically different in a bad way. I was just like, because you don't, you don't value it. I'm giving you the exact same service that people pay thousands of dollars for. And you're, you're like, oh, well, it was free advice. No, no, it wasn't. It, that's not. And that's why if you're out there, you're offering something, you should be charging for it, not just for your own benefit, for the benefit of those you serve, because nobody wins otherwise. That's not, the, we're not going to even go into like premium discounts. Forget that. Okay. I love this. And we don't even have time to go into like how to get interviewed and booked, so we might have to have you again. And I love that you started already taking us into the current struggle, which was stillness. And I love, I actually, um, you know, I, little, little resonant. Um, I also like always moving, always going, oh yeah, I have five kids. I have a multinational consulting company. Um, I also try to be like healthy and like, that's really three full-time jobs already right there. Um, and I was supposed to go, the week I got back from Tenerife, like 10 days later, I was supposed to go away to Tony Robbins. I was doing Unleash the Power Within for the first time, like crazy excited. And of course, Corona came and it was canceled. First time in 40 years that they said they ever had to, it's not canceled, it's rescheduled. So I'll, I'll be going to the rescheduled event. Um, but I had three free days. And it was, you know, the day before they, they tried to keep it going until the very last minute. So it's like three, three days. And, and an older version of me would have immediately filled that up. Like, okay, I got this. I got this. Let's put that person in that person. I was like, no, I'm going to leave that open. Let's see what happens. And I even called one of my mentors and I was like, okay, okay. I woke up and then I was like, what should I do now? And then I just did this. And then I just, you know, tuned in and then I did that. Is this how some people live in real life? <laughs> do people do this? but it's really cool. So what is the stillness? Is that what you're doing? And what is it doing for you? And why? Like, I know why I did it. Why are you doing it? It's where my power is. And it's the very thing I avoid. Why do you avoid it? I think for two reasons. I mean, I am organically full of energy, full of creation, full of inspiration. It's just a DNA thing. So there's no judgment in that. You know, it's just part of who I am. But the real powerful gift is in something completely opposite that I'm not inherently drawn to, which is what is it like to just be and allow and receive? 
And so I've always meditated-ish, <laughs> but I'm doing it at a whole different level like really mindfully. It's not like, oh, it's the afternoon, you know, okay, now I have like 20 minutes, let me fit it in. No, it's like, it's becoming a priority. It stillness looks like, you know, I have a dog and she got really affected by the quarantine. She was like violently sick for a week and a half, which on top of everything else, and uh, there was just a lot going on. And it was a little too much for me emotionally because to lose her at that time was unthinkable. And I took it to the doctor and all the blood tests showed that she was normal. So I said, well, this is anxiety. This dog knows something, they're very sensitive creatures. She knows something's going on in the world and she knows something is going on in mom's world. So I realized it's up to me. I have to change this environment. So I changed everything about my connection with her. So she knew she was stable and I was okay. And then I had to add playtime, mommy and me time. So that's been, <laughs> I love that. Right? <laughs> I love it. And you know, I have been cleaning my place. So I am a firm believer in uncluttering big time. I grew up with a mother who was a hoarder. So that's like a big, like uncomfortable thing. I can't even bear that. But even in my space, I felt like, ugh, there are things I've always been too busy to tend to. And I am telling you when they, I don't do feng shui, but people who do that or people who unclutter closets, all these people with businesses like that who talk about, you must do it, it's so important. Literally feel enormous relief. Right now, I don't know if you remember this thing called CDs, <laughs> but I'm going <laughs> through like, really? Do you need all of these? Like how often do you actually play them? So I thought, well, I'm gonna do two fun things. I'm gonna start playing them all on my old fashioned CD player, which has been fun, listening to music, and then I'm making piles. Like if I could get it down to keeping 15 and then giving the rest away, I'll be thrilled. Same thing with my book, same thing. Just like I'm going through stuff and I now I know where everything is. I'm gonna do my closet later. Every day I'm wearing new clothes. Instead of just going through it, I'm literally wearing them each day and going, yes, no, yes, no. It's been amazing. I'm utilizing the time in a lot of ways. And then the other piece of the stillness is the not knowing. What if I didn't know yeah, what today days. was? What if I just yeah. showed up and went, if something is inspiring, I'll do it. And I don't have to know the next thing. And if something comes uh, up and it's like, yay, let's do that. I'll, I'll just do that. Imagine, <laughs> imagine. I know, it's a shock to the system. Like I'm also the kind of person I usually book three weeks out. It's like, Esty, can I talk to you? Yeah, you know, in three weeks on a Tuesday, I think we could get you an hour over there, you know? And I was like, well, uh, yeah, you want to talk in five minutes, two hours, like we're, we're good. That's so weird, but we're good. Mm -hmm. um, and some of my people don't even know what to do with that. They're like, did you say you're available? <laughs> I was like, I kind of, kind of, kind of am. I think often uh, in the discomfort yeah. where we feel it's uncomfortable is really where the gifts are. I have a friend who's been avoiding loneliness his whole life. This guy has been in one relationship after another. And when the relationships end, he always says, oh God, I, I just, I know I need to be alone. And he didn't do it. And he recently had an yeah. engagement break off and then boom, he's in lockdown. I'm like, ta-da. 
How powerful are you? <laughs> now you get to face that, right? Enjoy that journey. Like relish the discomfort because now you get to do the very thing your soul has been crying out for and saying, I need this, but you have avoided. There's no avoiding it anymore. I love that. I'll give you a really good soundbite. It's a Tony Robbins line that I got from my mentor, Peter Sage, who you should totally check out. Um, says that the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the level of uncertainty you can comfortably handle. So guys, all of you listening, the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the level of uncertainty you can comfortably handle. It took me months to fully digest that one. <laughs> that it's took beautiful. a long time. It's a great yes. line. Yes, because uncertainty breeds inspiration and resilience. And growth. And, and newness, yeah. everything, correct. When you grow, you're inherently going into uncharted territory. That's just part of what you're doing. And so if you're always uncharted territory, you know you're not growing. It, it, they're mutually exclusive. <laughs> That's just, that is just what they are. Oh, wow. we could talk for a long time more. It is time for us to let you go. So Debbie, can you tell us, one more time, where should people go? Where's the best place for people to go to find you? And we'll obviously put all the links about Visible Visionaries and the anthology and even the three gifts um, in the show notes. Um, if people were going to check you out, where, where would be the best place? Sure. Well, do debbie-dashinger.com slash message so I can at least give you a gift for showing up and help move your life forward a little bit. And it's D-E-B-B-I-D-A-C-H inger.com slash message. Then I'd also love to send people to my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Debbie Dashinger and enjoy that is a free resource for really incredible conversation. I don't think you'll be let down, but I think if you have free time and you're really looking for more to fill yourself at this time, it's a beautiful place to start for a lot of new thought and inspiration. I love it. Amazing. Okay, so at the end, I like to surprise my guests. I didn't warn you about this. Um, and ask for a quote. So you could totally lean on the soundbite you already gave us. Um, or if you have a different quote, could be a favorite one of all time, doesn't have to, just to send people on their way. Mm. Yeah, I think I'll just harken back to what I said before, because let's cause a little discomfort is what are you going to do today? Are you going to make it happen? Or you're going to choose to let it happen. And if ever there was like a time that. to let things occur in the natural order that have probably been begging to occur through you as you, it is now. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. This has been absolutely incredible. Guys, you know, from the journey to visibility to the sound bites on what you can do to get there um, you know someone who needs to hear this today so share it itunes stitcher spotify google play or just send them the link sdran.com slash 95 e-s-t-i-e-r-a-n-d.com slash 95 so that they can learn a little more about what it means to get out there and why they should do it sdran.com slash 95 share the episode obviously subscribe for more great stuff and we will catch you next week. Debbie, thanks again. What a pleasure.
Thank you. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?